Hey everyone, it's Simon here, and on behalf of Maria and I, I want to thank you for checking out our podcast, and I want to encourage you to check out our website. On there, we have all of our upcoming events, in-person services, gatherings all over the place, and if you're looking for a church in the MacArthur region, check it out. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, it's all there. We'd love to get to know you. Let's get to the podcast. I'd like to share a message that's been on my heart for the last few weeks from the book of Philemon. Now, Philemon is a little 25-verse letter in the New Testament written by the Apostle Paul, and it's addressed to a guy named Philemon, which is where it gets his name, obviously. And he describes Philemon as his beloved fellow worker. Um, So he's a Christian guy. And the primary theme of the letter of Philemon is about the reconciliation of a slave named Onesimus. And Onesimus had run away from Philemon, who was his owner, I guess you'd you'd call it. And he had come across the Apostle Paul somehow. I don't know how that kind of works. Like this guy runs away, yet Paul knows Philemon. We don't know all the background story, but we know that Paul is sending Onesimus back to Philemon and he's asking for his forgiveness and reconciliation. And uh, just to bring some clarity before we start thinking that Paul is like uh, promoting slavery, we must understand that the early Christian church was birthed in, in amongst the Roman Empire, which was a pagan world, and slavery was the basic economic structure of uh, much, like pretty much every civilization up until Christianity. And I know that the modern rhetoric tends to be that like white Christians uh, built up slavery and uh, and like pillaged people in their land and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that the Christian church liberated much of the world of slavery. Uh, over a period of about a thousand years, the, the Christian uh, church were, you know, there's so many things that the Christian church uh, has not been credited for, but they were they created they, they created the orphanage they created the the hospital you know the, the the God has used the church throughout the world to change the world for the better um, and but Paul had to deal with this issue of slavery, which was a very real reality of of the world that they lived in, and he he had to deal with it head on in light of people belonging to each other in the Lord. Uh, being brothers in the Lord, being a family of God. And the book of Philemon is a great example of Paul's kind of pastoral side. He's basically bending over backwards to reconcile Onesimus and Philemon and encouraging them in brotherly love. Now, that's not the big point that I wanted to share today. I just wanted to give some context around what Philemon is about in case you read it later. But I, I, there's this one verse at the end of Philemon in verse 22 that's really interesting to me. Uh, and many of us would just brush over it, and I've brushed over it many times. Um, you know, Philemon's one of those cool books that, like, you read the whole thing and you say to people, I read a whole book of the Bible today. But in the truth, it's only 25 verses, but they don't need to know those details. No, no, no. Um, but one day in my uh, Bible reading, I came across this verse, and, man, it just stu- stood out to me. I thought, wow, what a profound thought. And uh, so let's read it in verse 22. We'll read from the New Living Translation. One more thing. So Paul's about to finish off his, his letter here, and he says this. One more thing. Please prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. 
So please prepare a room for me, for I am hoping God will answer your prayers. Let's read from the, the CEV, the Contemporary English Version. Please get a room ready for me. I hope your prayers will be answered and I can visit you. So get a room ready. I hope your prayers will be answered. Let's read it from the New King James Version. I love this one. But meanwhile, I love that word. But meanwhile, also prepare a guest room for me, for I trust that through your prayers, I shall be granted to you. Prepare a room for me. I want to share today around the thought of preparing for what we have been praying for. Preparing for what we have been praying for. If you want a fancy title, the title of my message is Prepare a Room. Prepare a Room. Preparing for what we have been praying for. So often, we do very little praying. Uh, not enough praying, we would all say. And then sometimes we do lots of praying. But rarely do we couple our prayers with preparation and practical steps of faith. Paul says, okay, Philemon, I know you've been praying that I would come to you, and I'm believing that your prayers will be answered. But meanwhile, prepare a guest room for me. Do some work. Prepare a guest room. Meanwhile, let's get ready. Let's. I, I could just imagine Philemon getting to work, preparing a guest room in faith. Getting things ready in faith, right? What is your house like when you're getting ready for a guest to come over? I know for me as a, as a kid, man, when, when we knew guests were coming to my house, my mom, my Croatian Italian mother would just go into hyper mode. She'd be like, it's like she had eight arms. It was all hands on deck in preparation for who was going to arrive. And the cooking would start. The house would be filled with the smell of Pasta, lasagna. oh man, just thinking about it, it's making me hungry. But there's something in this request from Paul that just in injected faith into my spirit. And the Lord began to speak to me about areas in my life where I had prayed, but I had failed to take steps in faith, in preparation for what I was believing God for. Now, I'm not talking about maxing out your credit card in faith in preparation for the lottery when you've been praying for. I'm not talking about that. But I, I am talking about making room in your life for what you've, been what you've been believing God for. Making room in your life. Uh, taking steps of faith. Paul says, prepare a room for me for I am hoping God will answer your prayers. So often... Uh, when we pray, uh, it's 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 kind of weird. It's like we pray sometimes, and then we just stop doing anything. Oh, it's in God's hands now. Now, and I know that there are some prayer requests that uh, where we can't do anything but pray. Uh, like there are some things we believe for that you know uh, preparation is out of our hands. It's, we have to just wait on the Lord. But I would say a majority of things that we pray for. We can also take steps of faith in preparation and believe in God. I want to encourage us today. What guest rooms are you preparing in your life? Uh, what steps are you taking in faith for what you've been praying for? Some examples like, hey, I'm believing God for a house. Well, how are you saving? There's a, a, a faith 
step. I've been praying that God will help me with my finances. I want to put him first in that area. But are we taking steps of faith in giving? You know, you, you might have a goal one day to, to give a whole bunch to missions and have a business that gives sacrificially and has an abundance. Well, hey, it starts right now. It starts right now, taking steps of faith, right? And I've been, oh, I've been praying for a new job, but are we applying for jobs? Are we looking? Oh, I've been praying for my friends and family to be saved, but are we sharing? Are we inviting? Oh, I've been praying for, insert the blank. I believe we all have areas in our life that we are believing God for improvement and growth in and breakthrough in. But what are we doing to take steps towards that? I love the new King James Version, the way it says it. Paul says, Meanwhile, also, prepare a guest room for me, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be granted to you. Meanwhile, I love that word because to me, meanwhile is a faith word. It's a journey word. It's a rubber hit the road word. And so much of what we do or don't do, meanwhile, says so much about our faith and trust in God. Uh, that word in, in the original Greek is the word hammer, <laughs> which let's put it on a scroll. That's how we roll around here. And it means, this, this, uh, that word there means that at the same time, at once, together. And isn't that an interesting dynamic to add to your prayer life? I believe that our prayer life should also have an at the same time element to it. Now, I'm not talking about a backup plan. Uh, I'm, but I'm talking about a step towards plan, a preparation plan, a stepping out in faith, a getting out of the boat. Uh, imagine if Peter just stayed in the boat saying, Lord, please help me walk on water. Lord, please help me walk. I'm believing you would help. And oh, I'm hearing the Lord. He's calling me out of the boat. Oh, Lord, help me get out. Of, and, but he never actually stepped out of the boat. Come on, preparing the room. Preparing the room, so to speak. And often we're waiting for the skies to part. We're waiting for the hand, the hand of the Lord to just come down and pick us up like the claw. You know, you know those, those oh, the claw from Toy Story. The claw that comes down and picks us up and puts us into our destiny or, or, our, next, or, or our next great door that God is opening. Give me a sign, Lord, we pray. <laughs> when we sh should be looking for where to get ready. Where to take steps? What does God put in your hand? I'm thinking about our church planning journey and so much of what we have done is in preparation for what we are believing God is going to do. Uh, in preparation for a church that we believe God is going to birth and is birthing in our area. A church that lives to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere. A church that follows him. A church that leans into genuine faith friendships. A church that engages in discipleship and, and pursues spiritual maturity together. A church that lives mission-minded. And it has been amazing to see how God has opened doors as we have taken faith steps. We didn't just stay in our comfort zone, stay in our uh, uh, where we were and just pray, oh Lord, we pray that one day we would be able to plan a church. And and expect that other people are going to do No, no. We took steps of faith. And I, my prayer is that you would look at your life and say, hey, what guest rooms can I prepare? Paul says, prepare a room for me, for I am hoping God will answer your prayers. Amen. So what should we be preparing? What are you praying for? 
That, that's, the, that's the starting point there is, hey, you can't take any steps of preparation if you're not praying for anything. But I would say most of us have things that we're believing God for, we're, we're praying for, we're taking to the Lord. And, and I want to quickly go over some rooms that I've written down that I want to encourage you to take steps of faith towards in your life. Areas that we often pray for, but we should be preparing, moving, stepping out. And we're often too passive in our faith steps. Uh, Like, let's not confuse waiting on the Lord with being so fearful to take steps in faith. You know, I'm just waiting on the Lord. No, you're not. You're scared. You're full of fear. No, you need to take steps of faith. Okay? Look, look, uh, there are things we need to wait on the Lord for. And then there are other things where we need to go, hey, let's, let's, God has given us the victory. Let's step forward in faith. I'm not talking about being unwise. I'm not talking about being haste or, or, or lacking patience. No, no. I'm talking about trusting God and preparing room for what we've been believing God for. Amen. So as I go over these rooms, I've got just a couple today. I, I, I want you to ask the question, where can I take a step of faith? in this area. And you might have rooms in your life. Paul says, prepare a guest room for me. You might have areas in your life that you need to take steps of faith in, that you've been praying and believing for. But, you know, we've been through a long season as as just a society of inactivity. You know, you've got lockdowns, you've got all sorts of stuff going on. But hey, the time for staying and waiting is over. It's time to step out. It's time to move forward. It's time to get out of the boat. Come on. I, I, I think there's some people listening today and this is speaking to them and, and into their heart. Well, I, I pray faith over you in Jesus' name. It's time to get moving. Let's move forward in Jesus' name and step out in faith for what God is wanting to do. So one room that I'm believing that we can take steps of faith towards is the room for our marriage and family. The room for our marriage and family. I think every spirit-filled Christian desires and prays for their family. I do. You do. For sure. Absolutely. For our kids to know the Lord. For our, our, our brothers, our, our parents, our, 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 our um, husbands or wives to know the Lord. For, for things to be healthy. For things to be vibrant and full of life. But what are we doing about it? Uh, what are the faith steps we should be taking? I love this encouragement in Ephesians, just after Paul says, be filled with the Spirit, which we spoke about uh, last week. Uh, he says this in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, and further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And then in verse 25, he says, for husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. Now, I love this because these encouragements aren't passive. It doesn't just say pray and wait that, you know, husbands and wives will be better together. Uh, you know, no, it, no, it says give of yourself. It says love one another, submit to one another, right? It, there's action. Hey, go on a date, take the kids out, do something, be led by the spirit into action. And some of those actions are steps of faith. They might be baby steps. They might be a text. They might be a phone call. They might be something that seems so small, but it's a step of faith towards what we've been believing, what we've been believing God to have a breakthrough in. What steps of faith can you take to prepare for a better marriage and family health? What's, what steps can you take to show your kids a vibrant, life-filled faith in Jesus? 
Come on, it's up to you parents to show your kids that. It's not up to, to them to show you that. No, 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 no. No, listen, I've seen it happen many times in church life where parents set an example for their kids through their actions and words that church is a chore. That following Jesus is just this little insignificant thing in the corner of our lives. It's like a little, you know, oh yeah, we happen to go to a Christian school. We happen to be part of a church here and there. No, no. Or it's something that we take a break from when we're on holidays. Or it's something that's not as important as sports or or movies. And I'm not just talking about going to a service. But listen, going to a service says a lot. It absolutely does. Let's not, you know... What was the first thing that many Christians struggle with in the pandemic when we were all locked down and we couldn't go to church? And that was, oh man, it's a bit hard here not going to church and being around the community of Christ. Some people went, oh, it's great. Well, but a lot of people went, oh, this is a bit tricky, right? Hey, the service says a lot. It absolutely does. Paul says, prepare a room for me, for I am hoping God will answer your prayers. And one room I'm believing in my life and your life is the room for my marriage, for my family health. What step, what faith steps can you take? Another room is the room for your unsaved friends. The room for your unsaved friends. We've all been in prayer meetings in the past where we've heard, um, we've heard sermons that say things like, Lord, please save our city. Lord, send revival. <laughs> Lord, let there be a breakthrough in our city. But I believe it's time to take steps of faith in this area. Send a text. Go out to lunch or dinner. Invite someone to church. You know, I'm not sure if you saw the 2022 census data that was released a couple of weeks ago. But for the first time in Australia's history, uh, less than 50% of our nation identifies as Christian. In 2016, it was um, 52%. In 2022, it's 44%. And on the flip side, in 2016, uh, 30% of people identified as having no religion. In 2022, 39% identified, okay? So the scales are kind of tipping here. Now, before we panic, the truth is, is that Christianity has been in the minority for many years and, and the data is finally catching up, right? But we must realize that the world isn't coming to us. I know we have grand visions of, you know, people lining up at the church's doors that just is not happening. Um, my unsaved friends aren't really looking for a church. You know what they are looking for is love, hope, eternal life. All these things the gospel offers in abundance. But we have found ourselves as Christians living in a bubble, thinking God will make this all happen for us. Well, newsflash, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Jesus said in, in Matthew 9 verse 37, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Notice the connection there. Prayer and workers. Don't just pray. No, no. We need to get workers into the field. Amen. What steps of faith can you take to prepare for your friends to be saved, to know the Lord? And I know for us at Everyone Church, we literally prepare a room every second week, starting next week, not just for you, not just for you. No, we're, we're literally preparing a room in faith for your friends as well, 
for your family as well. Paul says, prepare a room for me, for I'm hoping God will answer your prayers. And I'm, and I'm going to just stop there today, but I have other thoughts I'd like to add to this next week when we're together in person. And just remember, I'm not dismissing uh, prayer. We need prayer. Yes and amen. Absolutely. We, we need to cover everything in prayer. We need to bring everything. To, prayer is an act of faith, bringing everything to God. We don't just go and do stuff and think I can do it all myself. No, no. We need prayer. But I believe it's time for a prayerful, faith-filled action. Paul says, prepare a room for me, for I'm hoping God will answer your prayers. Come on, let's prepare a room for our marriage and family health. Let's prepare a room for our unsaved friends. Amen? Amen. And let's start that from today. And I'm going to start off by praying for us. All right, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to gather online today. And I just, I thank you for your word that it encourages us to step out. And Lord, I thank you that you are trustworthy. I thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear. You have not, Lord. You've given us a spirit of love, Lord. You, I thank you that we can, we can step out in faith knowing that we are stepping out into trust territory. Territory where we can trust you. Where we can see your miraculous hand over and over again, opening doors for us. And I pray for people today who might have been discouraged or, or pushed into a corner of inactivity and might have just been waiting on the Lord, as it were. Lord, I pray that you would just inject us with fresh faith to step out. Lord, help us see with your eyes. Help us uh, hear with your ears. Help us look around us. And I pray for for every person in every one church. Lord, I pray that as we step out, uh, that, that there would just be story after story of amazing breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thank you for uh, joining us for church today. And we are in person next week, which is just fantastic. Uh, we're looking forward to it. To We're looking forward to preparing a room. Come on. Let's not just be stuck in inactivity. No, no. It's time to rise up. Step, step out in faith. And let's believe God for amazing things. Hope you have an amazing week. We'll see you next Sunday.